Welcome to E20, your unofficial EastEnders podcast. We give you weekly roundups of Walford life. I'm Emma, and as it's Halloween, well, it's our Halloween special, I have been possessed by the ghost of Den Watts. <gasps> Hello, princess. <gasps> oh no. And I'm the 3,000-year-old witch who cursed the square and all its residents with heartbreak, death, and overall misery. Connor. So this week... We're going to give you your weekly roundup, of course, but we're going to have a bit of a change around. Mm. So we're going to have hero and slapping down of the week straight after, and of course, our ratings. Yes, of course. And that is because, if you haven't guessed, it's our Halloween, Halloween special. special. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we need an evil laugh in there. Come on. And without further ado, let's play. The Halloween jingle. One, two, watch, she's coming for you. Three, four, Stella's back for more. Five, six, beware, nasty Dean Wicks. Seven, eight, Chris, he's coming for Kate. Nine, ten, Dan's returned again. I curse you, curse the lot of you. Can I just say that, as usual, I absolutely love our jingle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we sang it, we wrote it. We did it all. We produced it. What more do you want? It was a nice little change up, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. How many other people can say that they took the lyrics of Nightmare on Elm Street's One, Two, Freddy's Coming for You and made it into something EastEnders friendly? Love it. I just love the fact you were like, can you just put wolves in it? <laughs> oh, yeah, Connor. I'm just going to go outside and find some. Are there not wolves around here? <laughs> it was like when you were like, I've got some rain noises and also some like thundery noises. Will they be good? And I was like, oh, yeah. Can you also get bats making horrible squeaky noises? <laughs> like, you know, the meep, meep, meep noise. <laughs> Have you been listening in the bath, by the way? I need to know. Oh, come on. It's me, Emma. I have been listening to the bath, in the bath. <laughs> I've been listening to it downstairs, everywhere I was going. I was listening to the theme. <laughs> that is dedication. I even like um, played it for my sister as well because she loves the show. So she was like, oh, what's the new theme going to be? What's the new oh, jingle? fun. <laughs> I played it to my parents and they were like, why are you two not on the stage? <laughs> <laughs> sure, it's not meant. Why aren't you in a home? <laughs> <laughs> like in a secure facility. Do you think that was the polite version I on the so. stage? Yeah. Is that what they call it nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> the mental ward. The stage. So this week we've got some more treats, haven't we? Oh, yes. Again, my dad has been baking. Yes, it's he's fantastic. Been up a storm. So we've got like little muffins and mm. more brownies. God, they're delish. We haven't ate them all yet. We're no. doing good. I'm pacing myself. I have just been to the dentist, so probably best not like shoving loads of chocolate on my teeth after I just work like, you know, her magic. I know, and I've just been to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> the worst people in the world. I like the fact you went to the dentist, <laughs> I went to the gym, and we're like, you'll Let's have, have some chocolate. Brownies, muffins. <laughs> yeah, why not? But yeah, we're pacing ourselves this week after last week. Yes. But I think we need to have one more. And then crack on with the show. Oh, yes, please. 
So this we kicked off with a kidnapping. Yay! Yay! We love a good kidnapping. Love a good siege as well. <laughs> oh, love a good siege. Love a good kidnapping. Love a good gangland boss. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Johnny Allen any day. Yes. Yes. Love him. Love him. Fancy killing him off with a bloody heart attack. Oh. He did not deserve no. to die that way. That was awful, wasn't it? Anyway. <laughs> Going off track. Yeah. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Johnny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have two new villains. Eh. Well, three if you talk about the one who's coming. Oh, I mean, in villains. Mm. I mean, they're not very good, are they? No, they lack the gangland presence and the streetwise names. So me and Emma decided to rename Jags and Karat so that they sounded a little bit more street yeah, we have the big bad K. <laughs> <laughs> and J-Dog. <laughs> I mean, Jags does look like he's went by that like name before. You know, like he's probably nicknamed himself that before. Oh, absolutely. I see him as Billy Mitchell part two. Yes. He sees himself as J-Dog. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's the J-Dog. He's the kid at the party with the flames on his shirt back ah! in school. He's <laughs> <laughs> so true. That is exactly who he is. And speaking of fashion, Lola, oh. where does she get her hoodies from? And does she have them in every colour? It's the one with a circle zip, it's cropped, and she's had it in pink, she's had it in blue, she's had it in red. I swear, she's got it in all the colours of the rainbow. She's like Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat or whatever it's called. <laughs> like, that is what she's like, but she's just got loads of hoodies. It's her Technicolor hoodies. And then I've, I have to say, at least that's better than what she's been wearing since she came back. Oh, those animal prints. <gasps> the Dodge animal prints. Oh, my God. It's the way Jean was talking about it. Lola, great. <laughs> I know. She was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. There is an age limit to animal print. And it's like, well, hopefully you hit it soon. <laughs> yes, please. Jeez. Yes, please. God. I mean, some of those prints. The floral print was the worst for the wedding. That that was like oh, vomit. That was another level. That was a whole different kettle of fish. But anyway, clearly this print is doing something. Yeah, Jags is liking it. Sorry, J-Dog. Yeah, J-Dog. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, taking a lot of photos of Lola. But Lola had obviously learned her stranger danger at school yes. and was like, I would rather stick rusty nails in my eyes. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I mean, we were all warned about the white vans. I mean, unlike the stories, Jags wasn't offering our puppies or candy or anything. Like, it was just get in my van. Gorgeous or something like that. You know, some some inane, like, compliment. <laughs> some, some awful pet name he gave her. Darling or something, I imagine. Love. I <laughs> can't understand why she would be offended by all that. No, no, I mean, he's a catch. Oh, such a catch. <laughs> Um, but I think their romance is pretty much dead in the water since Lola <laughs> returned it with a knee to the, well, the the, the sensitive area of, of <laughs> Yes, of Lola, yes. <laughs> but you have a little theory, don't you? Yes. About a possible romance. When we're talking and about... And it ain't Dreadog. Well, yeah, that's definitely, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> Why would Lola end up with J-Dog instead of J? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yes, I think Karat, or as we call him, the big bad K, he might be not as bad as his younger brother because he might be trying to be a little bit nicer to Lola, trying to woo her a little. I mean, as far as wooing goes, kidnapping her and putting her in a warehouse with a television that's probably airing something like Coach Trip or something probably <laughs> isn't the way to woo a person. <laughs> but hey. 
You love a bit of coach trip, don't I? I love a bit of coach trip and I love a bit of kidnap. So it combines the two best things for me. (laughs) I'll see you in Jags as well. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have a day out. (laughs) So this kidnapping put a little bump in the road for Martin's return to the square, didn't it, Emma? Yeah, the bump in the road that didn't even need to be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole idea of him being on the run anyway is pretty much redundant now. But okay. I see we're going to draw this storyline out a little bit longer. <laughs> Just keep that going. <laughs> um, yes, he came back and was greeted by, you know, his arch enemy. Ben. Ben Mitchell. Why is it that kidnappings always seem to bring these two together? Old Martin kidnapped old, old, oh, old Ben. I love old, old Ben and old Martin. Mm, but I'd prefer new Martin and new Ben. <laughs> Sorry, same. Sorry, I'm human. <laughs> I like to look at nice things. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm in agreement there. <laughs> but yes, they came back together and we're getting up to all sorts of shenanigans like trying to save Lola from the big bad K and uh, his brother, J-Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they pulled up and Ben was like, well, if I go in, I might not come back and Martin's going, tragic. I know. <laughs> Can we just give a shout out to their like, dad power? Like They were both like, we're going to save our family. We're here for our family and stuff like that. Like, it was just fabulous. I was like, I'm loving this. They're such dads. I love how they were going to take on these so-called villains. Yes, the gangsters. (laughs) And they sat there, they walk in, they sat there watching TV. (laughs) Daytime telly. (laughs) Doctors is on. (laughs) Lola in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe possibly seducing Karat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we also had, um, oh, a lot of drama in the Martin and Ben Mm, area where... uh, Martin punched Ben a couple of times. Jesus, yeah. Seriously, Ben gets beaten up every week now. Uh, have you seen that? People are now worried that Ben's actually going to get like internal hemorrhaging or something. I'm surprised he hasn't already because <laughs> he gets beaten up. He's bruises heel, gets beaten up. Yeah. Bruises heel, gets beaten up. God, Ben. Yeah, poor Ben. The poor thing. He's, he's, I mean, let's not, let's not pretend that Ben's like completely wholly innocent as well. Cause I love Ben, but like, come on now he's blackmailed Martin into stealing the car for him. I know. <laughs> I mean, this is quite bad. It's not exactly like innocent, is it? And then the police rock up at the door and Sonia is quite happy to be an alibi, not knowing what on earth is going on. Yes. Saving as always. Queen Son. Oh, Queen Son. Savior of the square. <laughs> Florence Son. <laughs> <laughs> But when we're talking about the Fowlers, what about the Fowler Floral Reef? And Ben's little wave. <laughs> and so things were hilarious enough with like J-Dog and Big Bad K. And there's like a reef saying Fowler. He goes absolutely crazy, obviously, internally. Turns around, there's Ben just like waving at him all like, you know, smirky evil. <laughs> I loved it. So funny. <laughs> but whilst we've seen a lot of Martin this week... We haven't seen Stacy, but we've heard her. Yes, we have. It was so nice to hear Stacy. Oh, I miss her so I much. I miss her dearly. I do. I miss her so much. And I want her to be reunited with Jean. I mean, Jean said it for all of her, didn't she? When she said, when's like Stacy coming back? Oh. I was like, oh my God, Jean. When her maternity leaves over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't force that to hurry. <laughs> Duh. Duh. 
So this week was a very big week for someone, for Jean, because Daniel is dead. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> Had to be done, I'm sorry. I love it. I wanted that little like intro to be like really dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we all now know that that isn't the case. But Jean obviously thought he had died. Yes, it was still dreadful. I was suspicious anyway when they said the memorial was like a day or two later. <laughs> yes, Emma literally messaged me going, that is so weird, that is not normal. Who has a funeral like literally the day after? No one <laughs> thought of raising their suspicions there. No one. Yeah. And can we just talk about how supportive all of Jean's family were? Oh yeah, Kat. Noah, I've already planned something with the boys. Stacy's still on the run. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. For no reason. So Kush went. Yeah. I love that Kush said that it was all right for her to like, be upset about Daniel as well. Yeah. I was like, yes. Everyone else is just like letting that be like, oh, well, I didn't mean really him. And like, it's like, no, no. She's just saying that because she's hurt and she's just really upset and doesn't know how to like to express those feelings. I was like, thank God Kush is there. Yeah. And they've been through a lot together. Yeah. Even in the short space of time. Can we just say as well that Kush is absolutely gorgeous. So every oh, time he's on absolutely. screen, it's just... It's just it's just like a, a an amazing moment anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Made my so whole true. day. <laughs> Thank sat you, there, Kush. Sat there stuffing my face with chocolates, just looking at Kush. <laughs> now that is my kind of day. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, he went and he was very good. And he supported her for that moment and got her through, you know, probably one of the hardest moments in her life for a while. Yeah, it was so sad on Friday's episode when she was sat on the bench yeah. listening to elton john well the song daniel yeah oh, oh. crying oh bless her i just love jean gina's my favorite yeah. i adore her this whole like this whole thing with daniel as well like that whole relationship has been really nice because it's been nice to say like you see jean like she's not just an extra yeah you know I mean? and he's bringing a lot out of her and he's yeah. teaching her to be more honest oh she definitely did that and she was so honest in the cafe <laughs> And then when Ruby had the mustache. The mustache. Oh, she's Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. <laughs> I didn't like the bit when everyone else was honest the other week, though, and they said they didn't like sausage surprise. Oh, yeah, that was shocking. What happens if Jean does not bring back sausage surprise? Don't worry, she's still got a fish basket. Oh, and Daniel likes that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, obviously we found out Daniel didn't die at yes. all. He's faked his death. Yes. And what a better reveal than being on the Prince Albert where Kathy Beale, the queen of faking her death, owns oh. when he announced he was still alive. How fabulous. And obviously, we're going to have to speak a lot about Kathy Beale. So, speaking of Kathy and the Prince Albert, they had a bit of a drug scandal going on this week, didn't they? Oh, yes, she did. I want to know what the relevance of the comment was. Because it was just quite early on in an episode, mm. just slotted in. And yeah. I was thinking, is this to do with something else? Are they foreshadowing something? Are Ben and Martin going to get involved with drugs? Yeah, because... Was Grey involved in anything? Yeah, because I think that actually if there is drugs being dealt in the Albert, Ben might actually be the one doing it. Mm. Or those new brothers might get involved because that yeah. also ties into what would bring them to the square. But also, was it just foreshadowing what was going to happen with Rainy? Rainy, yeah. It was yes, all it was very odd. odd. Yeah. Because obviously, Jack went to see Grey. Mm. And I'm torn with what's happened there. 
could it be to do with that? Because it happened there, mm, didn't it? It did, yeah. But he said he was protecting some woman and now I'm thinking, actually, no, he was the one that assaulted her. Yeah, and I don't know whether they're just doing this to try and like subvert our expectations and turn it on its head and be like, actually, he was protecting her. Ooh. Because you see, I don't, because I think we are, we'll all go, oh no, it's great, it's horrible. He beats up women, so therefore he must have beat up that woman. But what if he didn't and actually was protecting her? I mean, see, like these are all. This whole week just had me full of questions. I have so many questions. <laughs> Don't even get me started on what's coming later on. I have that many questions. Yeah, but yeah, but the rainy and Kathy thing was just awful. Oh, hideous. Kathy was awful. Like we've seen Rainy struggle with addiction now. For most of her character, most of her character on on EastEnders, she struggled, you know, and relapsed and struggled, and then like she kind of got into a good place got addicted to those painkillers, but I mean... Which Kathy gave her. Kathy gave her, yeah. And also gave her Ben's painkillers. What did Kathy think was going to happen? Didn't Mm. she have the drug addict daughter as well, where she was feeding her addiction as Mm -hmm. well? Like, I just, I look at it and I just think, what is happening? Like, you can't keep doing this, Kathy. And then she (laughs) gave Rainy some drugs, clearly from the Prince Albert. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, was she trying... Maybe it was Kathy smuggling (laughs) them in. (laughs) Oh! Plot twist. <laughs> but was she trying to say to Rainy, yeah, like stay away from these and you can have Abby? Yes. But what a way did that was just horrible. I thought I think that's what she was trying Why to do. Why would you do that? I think she's trying to say, prove that you're not an addict anymore and you know, I'll talk Max round or something so that you can say Abby again. Because the other theory could be, was she planting them on Rainy, be like, Rainy's the one with the drugs and the Prince Albert. Exactly, <laughs> to then prove to Max that actually yeah. Rainy's not. Because either way, you mother. could prove to Max that Rainy's doing terrible things, but mm-hmm. what disgusting thing to do. I thought it was like so. Like, do you know, Kathy's not exactly mother of the year. Like, I mean, any, she pretended to be dead. Yeah, she pretended to be dead for like, you know, 20 years or something. But, <laughs> like, I never pictured her as like vindictive. No, no. No, and it's so weird. Because, I mean, even when like. Her own husband cheated on her with, like, Sharon. She wasn't vindictive towards Sharon, really. I've always been quite happy with Kathy, even when she was faking her own death. Yeah. But this was just wrong. It It was was vile. When she put that bag of drugs down and was just like, you know, like, prove yourself, essentially. I was just like, oh, Kathy. Jesus, it turned into the Hunger Games. It's horrible. It looks like, you know, Rainy is going to be a drug addict again. Well, yeah, they showed her taking the drugs, didn't they? Mm. But... What do you expect? When you've Kathy, left it with a drug addict. Kathy has literally handed drugs over to her. Great. Like, poor Rainey's life is now going to be destroyed by Kathy. So can we just talk about Kathy and her relation to Abby? Yes. Because, off air, we, we discussed this, and you noticed something. So, Abby is the baby of Abby Brannan and Stephen Beale. Yeah. Stephen Beale is not actually Ian's biological son. No. So like therefore, Kathy the is, yeah, Kathy's not Abby's grandmother or great grandmother, whatever. Yeah. So she actually has no relevance. Yeah, it would be great grandmother, wouldn't it? Because yeah. Ian's a grandfather. Actually, she has no relevance in this. The, I know, and that's what's Literally so weird. none. Because the actual great grandmother, or whatever Kathy's meant to be, would be Pat. Would be Pat Butcher. It's not Kathy. R.I.P. Legend. Oh my God. She's amazing. Love her. Yeah, so I don't understand why she's saying, Abby, 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 Abby. Yeah, and this is getting like out of hand now because now she's basically turned Abby's like guardian into a drug addict to try and get her back. I was like, that's quite crazy, that, Kathy. That's really crazy. 
And from one crazy family to another. (laughs) (laughs) So this week was very big for the Ahmed family. There was a lot of stuff going on with each of the characters, but I think we should probably start with Adam. Yeah, I have a lot of questions. How does him having an affair with Habiba, someone he's known his entire life, jump to having multiple affairs? Yeah, (laughs) I I didn't get that. So from what I remember, Honey knew in her mind she was absolutely adamant that him and Habiba, something was going on. Yes. She'd sussed it. But it was like left in that she hadn't confronted him about it. And they went away together. Now she's yeah. come back. He's having multiple affairs. Suddenly the one with Habiba seems to have stopped. Yeah. When did that happen? Where did that go? And then Habiba is telling Honey that, yes, he was planning something with her at Christmas. And Honey's shouting at Habiba. And Habiba's quite honestly saying she's been having an affair with Adam. Mm. All over some sort of meal they're having. Well, they're preparing. Yeah. I was like, eh, when did you all start talking about this? Have I missed an episode? Yeah. I mean, I have to be honest. I feel like that's quite a recurrent thing with the Ahmeds. Like, oh, absolutely. Unfinished storylines or like weirdly brought in storylines. When she was thing, a nurse. Yeah, the, the nurse. Like, where did that go? That Haley. Went, that went nowhere. Like, we had one other thing with Haley, and that was it. And that was it done. Then you've got Ashard, who basically hasn't had any development at all there was the moment where he was with bobby beale and you you thought oh maybe he's going to show him to like a mask show him a bit of like um you know traditional muslim culture or something and instead that just went nowhere as well and then miriam was mugged yes and we knew about that but yeah. she hadn't said anything she's just been sitting in the house yeah ikra thought it was to do with her mm. and it wasn't they kind of didn't really mention it anymore you didn't really see miriam at mm. all and now they're wanting to leave. Yeah, it's weird. I personally think that the way that they handled that storyline as well, where one minute she was mugged and it didn't seem like a big problem, and then suddenly now, weeks later, it's, it's like a, huge a problem, problem again. Yeah. You can just see that they're trying to wrap up these characters. Oh, yeah, because they're, they're going. And they are going. See, it's weird, isn't it? Because I feel like older characters on the square can go one of two ways. You can either get a Patrick, yeah, or you can end up with a you know, a Joe who was with Pauline, you know, was one of our husbands. And he like, I was going to say, please give me clarification that you mean in that one because I have no idea who the other guy is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like the one who was in for about a year. (laughs) Or Derek, you know, Pauline's (laughs) Pauline's gay friend. Like he pops in and out every now and again. But bless him, like they are just like older characters who come in. They don't have the ability really to be involved in like, you know, big storylines like affairs or, um, you know, drug smuggling or anything like that yeah because if you think about it with Ikra and Habiba they haven't been in as long as those two Mm -hmm. but I feel like I know them a bit more you do because we're seeing them interact because I'm seeing them interacting with people I don't see them interact with people they interacted with Hayley the most boring character of all time on the square yeah that was it that was it I don't care about Hayley I have to (laughs) I honestly don't get me started on Hayley Slater Dear God, don't get me started on that. Tough will, times last year. Tough that, times. That was dark times. That was dark times. What they did to Alfie, I'll never forgive. Never forgive. Still not get over. Um, <laughs> but, like, going back to that idea is that they do just bring, like, these characters in and seem to just drop them. <laughs> like, yeah. They've dropped, um, you know, Ashad and, and Miriam into, like, non-existence. 
they don't seem to interact with anyone. Even when they arrived, to be fair, I mm. didn't understand the storyline. That they were, that one, they were com- coming yeah. in with. Yeah. Because the whole, all right, Mick's been shot. Let's get her to be a nurse and patch him yeah. up. Yeah. I was like, what? And it's weird because normally when a new family comes on the square, you love it. You know them. Like Slater's, when they arrived, everyone loved them. When Even when Keith and uh, the Millers arrived, it, that was big. When Masood and uh, Zainab, they, they moved in fantastically like you know bombastic their like entrance it was great i do think you have to have that big entrance you do don't you and you have to have the stories coming oh yeah yeah and you have to have the yeah. stories after the entrance yeah not just leave it habiba's storyline with adam the biggest storyline in there and then ikra's you know sexuality yeah and suddenly adam's having an affair with every single woman going oh please which is clearly his exit plot because that yes. just suddenly came about because yes, he's gonna leave well that does lead on to a new storyline with honey mm-hmm. and where do we think that's going well all i can say is that dinner meal was really really difficult to watch you can clearly say she's uncomfortable you can clearly say that she's not wanting to eat and i think it's quite obvious they're going to go down the route of an eating disorder yeah i think so too um i think backed up by the fact that after being forced to eat all this food which i have to say was quite it made me wretch a bit because you know when you can see someone's like like that doesn't mm. want to eat food and then like then she went to the bathroom and she went to the bathroom and then she obviously came out with having brushed her teeth i think we all know it's going to lead to her getting back with billy in the end oh, as well yeah that's the end goal, isn't it? Because once Adam's out of the picture, Billy's going to mm-hmm. step back in. I think Adam's little story will probably end quite soon. I think the same with Miriam and Ashad. Don't know what will happen with Ikra in that house. I mean, God I have so many thing. questions there as well. So if Miriam and Ashad leave, mm. I'm assuming Habiba and Ikra live in that house. Yes. But didn't Ikra move out to live with Robbie mm-hmm. and Kush? Robbie, as we know is not coming back <laughs> and Kush is now moving in with the Slaters yeah which makes no sense because him and Kat could live in his in his house like his apartment so what's gonna happen with all these places it's so weird this is the weird thing about the living arrangements I get lost in the living arrangement I don't even know who's living at Phil's Phil's and um Stacey's Jesus <laughs> like Tardis's it is isn't it <laughs> I expect it to be like Harry Potter you know where this, the stairs just keep going up well, remember, old Denny definitely lives under the stairs yes. in the Mitchells. Or, or in the attic. Yeah. <laughs> he just hasn't found his way out yeah, yet. Yes, he just got lost. <laughs> but yes, I think the end goal for Honey's storyline is Billy. Because I think that's, that is what Billy's storylines always are. And they're always about him rescuing, you know, the damsel in distress or the, the woman who he loves. They're always about rescuing that person. And I think... He's going to be the one who finds out about eating disorder. Yeah. And I think he'll probably be the one who tries to rescue her. And do you think they'll then move into the house that she's currently living in? Because, that's, again, that's another question. Yeah, t- Who's having that one? Uh, listen, <laughs> this isn't Adam paying for I it. I think we need to create a segment for the, the real estate. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf at Monopoly. So it's time for this week's Slapping Dance. And you have all been voting on Twitter in our poll. And if you haven't already followed us, we are at E20Podcast. And we're also on Instagram where you can see a bit of behind the scenes. Oh, yes. 
always fun. There's always some interesting things of Connor, to be fair. <laughs> me as Lola. Me and you as Lola and Ben. <laughs> you with your doggy bag. Oh, fabulous. You as Aunt Babe. Yeah. <laughs> so we are at E20 underscore podcast on Instagram. So yes, the poll was interesting for slapping it down. It was, I have to say. It was very close. So close. So we have Ben with 31%, but Adam was a really close second with 29 mm, I mean, let's be real though. Ben did deserve it this week. Oh, absolutely. To totally agree. <laughs> He's a lovely character. I do love him. He's obviously gorgeous, but my God, he was quite mean this week. But isn't it great? Ben was the guy who gave us slapping down and he's getting now one. he's getting a slapping down <laughs> yeah he's had a a big old week he has and he totally deserved it for everything he's done to martin mm-hmm. the fact lola technically got kidnapped because of him yeah that's also another thing yeah yeah so i, I agree I, I think he does deserve it and now our hero of the week oh i am very happy to say this one it's, it's gene Yay! Yay! 60% of the vote. I feel like we need to have sausage surprise now just to celebrate. Why not? Let's get Jean round. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they have the recipe on- online somewhere? I hope so. <laughs> I'll make my sausage surprise. Oh, we'll go and Google that later. <laughs> I love Jean so much. Yes. I love when she sang Cliff Richard's Celebration. Oh, brilliant. Classic. I oh. loved a Christmas. Oh, yes. When she walked in when they thought Alfie was dead and she just walks in with cakes and tea. <laughs> yes. So to be fair, Jean is always my hero. But yeah. this week, yes, she very much deserved it. She'd had a hard week. She God. thought Daniel had died. Can we just say, Jean is an absolute trooper. Like, she has been kicking cancer in the butt. Yep. And also has gone through not having her daughter around that entire time, which has got to be horrific, and has just lost her newest chance at love you know after a husband and Gillian who plays Jean is oh, she's fantastic fab. <gasps> I love her every scene Jean's in is just better magic she's just magic so, she's, she's so, so good yeah she's so great I like even just her sitting on the bench on Friday's episode oh, I just wanted to cry she can give you a whole range of emotions as well which is always the mark of a great actress isn't it like yeah you know you could you, she can invoke like either you know, one minute you'll be absolutely, absolutely yeah, yeah, absolutely howling, then you'll be crying. Yeah, she's brilliant, so good. So yes, she is well deserved. This is her week. She is the hero of our week. And as Jean is our hero of the week, she will be our rating system. Yes. So, how many genes will you give this mm. week's episode? I have to be honest. Whilst this week has been, you know, I love Jean. But this week is not as good as Jean. I'm sorry. No, it's not. I'm just going to have to say it's about three. I felt like even the kidnapping storyline, which was my highlight, was a bit lackluster. Yeah, I'm giving it three as well because I remember when we came to record this and Mm. we looked at each other and went, can you remember what happened? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was lots of elements this week that I was a bit like, hmm. So... I came up with a little game for Emma and something to entertain all you trick-or-treaters out there. In the spirit of scares, I'm going to test Emma's knowledge on horrors and soaps. Oh. Yes. I'll give you a few scenarios, a little bit of plot or scenery from a horror or a soap, and you have to guess by saying horror or soap. 
You know, it's interesting. I don't watch horror films, so this could be <laughs> this could be interesting. This is exactly why I've done it. Oh, oh evil! <laughs> well, it is Halloween, Emma. <laughs> so, are you ready, Emma? Oh, I think so. A deranged woman with blonde hair uses a knife to stab her husband to death. Horror or soap? <laughs> I love this game. Oh my god. Soap? Correct. Yes. It was Janine. And she thought. stabbed Michael. Yay. I like, yes, I, I remember that <laughs> Halloween episode. Yes. A woman took a dog statue to her cheating husband's head. Soap. Correct. It's Chrissy Watson and Vic. <laughs> Thanks, Pauline, for providing her with her murder weapon. <laughs> Uh, smashed his best friend's head in with a photo frame. I mean, that's got to be Ben Mitchell. I'm saying so. Of course it is. (laughs) (laughs) Poor old Heather. (laughs) A brother kills his sister on Halloween night. Mm. Oh. See, I don't want to say soap again because I feel like we've (laughs) said it so many times now. But that's such an EastEnders thing. Mm. I would say horror. Well done. It oh. was Michael Myers on Halloween. Literally. <laughs> Literally in Halloween, the film. Um, a viciously jealous sister attempts to drown her sister in a canal. I think I've got it. Is it soap? Yes. <laughs> it's Aunt Babe. I was going to say, <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to deliver an Aunt Babe. Like. This, this, this was going to be your clue. It's Stan. He's over there. Come on. I love how our impressions are so bad. (laughs) The mother of a dead son returns to exact her revenge on camp (laughs) counsellors. Horror? Yes. Yay! (laughs) It's Friday the 13th, and that was Pavla Voorhees. (laughs) There's been any camp counsellors. I was like, there's no camps in EastEnders. I was definitely going to know this one. (laughs) Um, A murderous maniac stabs a man... On New Year's Eve, on the orders of his boss. Soap. Correct. Yes. It was Danny Moon, and it was when he stabbed Dan Dennis in the chest. Still, still devastating. Still devastating. Still not over it. No. No. I love Dennis Rickman. A malevolent spirit seeks to kill people by entering their dreams. He also happens to be burned. Horror. Yes. It's one of mine and Emma's favourites. It's Freddy Krueger. And it's Nightmare on Elm Street. And for the last two, so just, you've only got two oh, more. I'm doing well. You're doing very for well. someone who's never watched a horror film. You've gotten almost, you've gotten absolutely every single one straight away like that. A killer gets away with the murder of an old woman and attempted to kill her friend next after confessing his crimes. Soap. Correct. It's Joe. Joe. <laughs> Pauline's ex-husband. Because, <laughs> of course, he killed Pauline and then he, you know, told Dot, broke down, told Dot, and then tried to Hated kill her him. as well. And then Jim pushed him out of a window. Brilliant. <laughs> Last one, Emma. A crazed woman becomes dangerously obsessed with a young married man. Now, this I've made deliberately tricky. Oh, that could be anything. I know. <laughs> 
soap. Correct! Yes! It's Sarah Martin Stalker. I was going to say you're obsessed. It's going to be... I'm literally obsessed with Sarah. So, like, uh, if ever I didn't get that. <laughs> I can't believe how well I done for somebody who's never brilliant. watched a horror. You've not watched a single horror film and you were able to identify the, uh, the other horrors that I snuck yes. in there. Yes. Well what do done. I win? What do I win? You I win... Nothing. <laughs> you win being haunted by the cast of EastEnders. Yay! So, welcome listeners to Mostly Ghostly. For obvious copyright reasons, we couldn't call ourselves Most Haunted EastEnders Edition. But, you have us, Mostly Ghostly. I'm your host and guide to the spirits, Denny Akura, and my co-host... Sharon Fielding. <laughs> we sound a bit like Emma and Connor, but we can assure you, we are not. No, no, we're definitely no relation to them. We are Denny Akura and Sharon Fielding, expert ghost hunters on the trail. So we are in the square now. Oh, it's very cold here. It's very cold. It's really cold. Like, there's a, there's I, I feel like there's definitely some spirits around here. There's a dark presence here. I can feel it. It's looming over. We're very oppressive. It's so cold. It's so dark. And we're, we're out with the rain. <gasps> oh, it's, it's cold here. It's cold. And, and I feel like Denny, Denny's getting something. I, I need I'm, to I'm just double check. Here. I think there's a Denny, spirit. Are, you, are you okay? I'm, 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 getting, I'm getting something here. My okay, s- so the spirit guide... Might might come in any moment, so just just prepare that Denny might just change a bit. Yes, Cindy's here. Cindy Beale, my spirit guide, is here, and she's telling me, yes, yes, Cindy, yes. She's telling me there is a spirit here, a very restless spirit. Denny, it's getting colder. It's getting colder. <gasps> oh, can you feel? Can you feel that? I feel can you feel that? Can you feel And the spirit that's here, it's a it's an oppressive spirit feels heavy, physically heavy, Mm -hmm. physically heavy, because he's a large man, a large man. I don't don't like it, Denny, I don't like it, it's a bit much. I feel, it's all right, it's all right, since he's here, she'll protect her, she'll protect she's known a lot of men on this square, she'll protect her. She says this man's the worst man, though, she's ever met. She says he's a large man, he's very important, feels very important. Yes! Yes! Yes, Cindy says, yes, very important. And there's a smell. Can you smell that smell, Sharon? Oh, my God. It, 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 it smells like... It smells like smoke. Can you smell that smell? Oh, oh my God. It smells like cigars. Yeah, I'm getting that. It's very, it's very... Did you just hear that noise? Oh! Oh, my oh. God! Something's happening. Something's happening. He's obviously not happy that we're here. If you are out there, give us a sign. Oh! <gasps> Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! No, Denny, I don't it's, like Cindy this. Cindy says he's, he's, it's all right. She's here. She's, it's all right. Okay, okay. But I'm, I'm getting this feeling. My chest is hurting. My chest is hurting. Do you have any idea who this spirit could be? Okay, okay. You know what? It sounded like it sounded like he fell to the ground. Yeah. He keeps keeps saying he's the head of this family. The head of this family. Yes. Yes. It's a large man. Cindy says a very, very scary evil man. Do you know who it could be, Sharon? Well, 
I have been hearing from people. And they say a man, a man dropped down dead here. <gasps> um, right here. I think, that, I think that's what you got. I think that's what we heard. By this fence right here. Right here. And his name was Derek Branning. Yes! 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 It's Derek Branning. Yes! Derek, we're here. We're not here to harm you or do anything. We just want to speak to you. Oh. oh my god. Where did that even come from? Sound like a door. Derek, if you are okay with us being here, will you knock two times? Oh, he doesn't want we here. This one time? I think we're going to have to leave, Sharon. I think we're going to leave. Cindy's saying she can't protect her for much longer. Right, let's move, let's move along, let's move along. Let's go to the Queen Vic. The Queen Vic. Yes. Yes. So as Sharon and Denny dropped us off at the Queen Vic, we thought it was only right to pay tribute to a fallen hunk. Yes, another ghost of the square. Jamie, Jamie Mitchell. Mitchell. We're going to take a moment now to remember him. Poor Jamie. Today's show was sponsored by Coca and Mitchell. If you are being buried or just need to bury someone else, call a Coca. The mahogany is lovely this time of year. Curse you! Curse the 